Hey there. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, streaming, and a special thank you if you are streaming us over your cellular connection, using up all your precious data so you can hear every word that we say in our podcast here. Kudos to you. If you are here, high five. Across from me, I have sitting Jenny J. Hill, Jennifer Hillebrand. She's an instructional coach at Dyersville Elementary, and I am Greg G.D. Detmeyer, an instructional coach at Epworth Elementary School. And since the two of us are sitting here, and there's a microphone in between us, this must be the Instructional Coaching Corner, the podcast. Jenny, how are you doing today? I am fabulous. It's a beautiful fall day, cool, crisp outside. I love it. It's 70-some degrees out here. In the fall here in Iowa, that's not too common in October. If you could do anything you wanted to on this 74-degree day in October, Jenny, Mm -hmm. what would you do? I'd probably go out to our timber and ride the four-wheeler around. That would be fun because you wouldn't need like a coat. You'd just be nope. in a t-shirt, hooded sweatshirt, shorts. Jeans. It'd be great. You think hooded sweatshirt, yeah, 74 degrees? I, I'm always cold. That's crazy. I'm always cold. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like flip-flops still. Oh, no. So, Jane, let me tell you a story. Um, you may not know, but I used to do, I was on the track and field team in high school. Really? Now, quit laughing. I was not a runner. <laughs> I threw stuff, okay? Oh, you were the disc and I, I shot was a sh- I was a shot putter, nice. and I was not very good. I was very bad. Give yourself a little credit here. Uh, okay. I was better than, like, maybe one kid. All right. But hey. the other 30 kids were better than me. <laughs> so, But one day, I remember our coach. He showed up, and he's like, you guys are going to throw, and I'm going to videotape you. Oh. And we're like, okay, crazy okay. coach. What are you doing that for? And, and turns out, after I threw and went and watched the video with him, I knew exactly what my problem was. My elbow was out in front of the shot put. So I was trying to throw, like, the 12-pound ball like a baseball instead of pushing it. That doesn't work out very well, It does it? not. It hurts yeah. your elbow, yeah. and it only goes about 15 feet. And then you lose the track meet, and then you scratch on purpose. So it's like, ah, we don't have to measure that because it's embarrassing. All right, so you videotaped. You watched it. Changed what, it. I got my elbow behind that shot put. Okay. And I would say that alone added 10 feet to my throws. Did you want to win the state title? I did not. Oh, okay. Well. Um, and I still had the scratch occasionally out of embarrassment <laughs> just so we wouldn't measure at like 20 feet. <laughs> so right. clearly today we are talking about video taping. And when we talk about video, we're not talking about like using video at in your instruction to like show kids as far as like hey we're gonna watch this um movie about the about world war ii before we discuss world war ii we're not using it as like a thinking prompt or anything like that we're talking about it from like a teacher standpoint as far as videoing themselves Mm -hmm. in a lesson Mm -hmm. and a couple podcasts ago we mentioned jim knight and this is another time where he comes into our playbook or we've taken stuff into from his playbook and put in our playbook and one of the big things is is uh, video and using video in the classroom. He's got an excellent book out there. It's called Focus on Teaching. I would highly recommend reading book. it. And I'm not going to say too much about it other than that, other than a lot of the stuff you hear Jay Hill and I talk about today is going to come back to we got it from that book or from Jim's research mm-hmm. and Jim's training. Mm-hmm. You know, Greg, when you think about videotaping and why it's important, You know, it really allows you to view and listen to your class from your learner's perspective. You know, videotaping isn't about necessarily watching yourself as a teacher. 
Sometimes it's watching the students. What are the students doing while you're teaching? Are they engaged? Are they listening? Are they participating? Um, so really, it's not just one thing that you're looking at. There's multiple things that you can look at when you're videotaping. Um, you can gain valuable insights into your teaching by finding techniques that work, but also looking for things that maybe didn't work out so well. You know, I remember watching a videotape of myself teaching, and I got done, and I realized that my body language was always to one side of the classroom. And I, I never realized it before. And so the next time I went in to model a lesson, I made that little modification and I had more students engaged. I had more students class-wide engaged by just making that one little tweak. So um, really does give you valuable insight into your teaching. Um, things that you can look for, I think are great. Higher order questioning. Are you asking the kids questions that are gonna give a deeper knowledge. And then you can even answer. like tally them as you're watching the video. Yeah, yeah. How powerful is that? Yeah. Right there I can see it because we ask way more questions than we think or maybe you're asking way fewer questions yeah. than you think. Or we're asking questions that we think are great questions but students only have to respond back yes, no, or I don't you know. know. I don't know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I also, I love this one, the student participation and engagement one. Lots of times we go in and we can do time on task and we can, you know, tell teachers, oh, so-and-so was engaged this amount of time, you know, whatever it might be. But sometimes by videotaping and, and watching it together with the teacher or letting them watch it by themselves, seeing student participation and are they engaged and what can we do differently? It's, it's, a, great, it's a great view of your classroom. It's a great way to look at what you're doing and things that you can improve upon. I would agree, Jenny. So really what you're saying is video is a great way for us to see exactly what it looks like when we're doing what we do. Absolutely. And that makes me think too. It's like as an instructional coach, I can use video with a teacher, but I can use it with myself as mm -hmm. well. I could mm -hmm. video a conversation that I have with a teacher where I could do that same process where I'm going to analyze how are my questions. Mm -hmm. You know, am I, ask, am I guiding the conversation or yeah. am I leading the conversation? Right. All these things we can pull from video. I also could say, like, why do I say um so much? You know, I remember in our first podcast, you know, even it's not video, but it's audio. I said um introducing myself. I said, hi, I'm Greg um Detmer. Like, I can't even Did say. Did you forget who you were? I don't know. I should be able to say my name without saying um, like buying time. What's the last name? In between there. But it, it just shows us those things that we yeah. can't tell in the moment. Right, right. So, All right. Lots of ways we can take video, 21st century. We could use a digital camcorder, one that has a little flip outside that you could right there, zoom in, zoom out. Uh, basically, all it does is record. Yep. You could you use know. that, HD. Great. Uh, what we use, the iPad, mini iPad with the swivel. Swivel is huge. Love the swivel. The swivel is complex to try to explain. However, it's going to have a link to Amazon where you can go buy one of these things so you can see exactly what we're talking about. Basically, it's a little rotating robot. It doesn't like cruise around your room. It's stationary, but it'll spin and it'll tilt to follow the speaker who's wearing a lanyard, which also has a built-in mic, so mm -hmm. your, your audio mm -hmm. quality is very well. Another benefit of the swivel is the cloud. And Jenny, I, yeah. I love this yeah. aspect because video is big. It's hard to transfer files. Mm -hmm. And like even with a camcorder, you got to plug it into your computer, get it on your computer, put it on flash drive, put it on their computer. Where a swivel, it automatically uploads it to the cloud. Absolutely. To yep. Swivel's cloud. So you can keep it private if you want. You don't have to make it open. But then you can get a link and you can share that link right out to the teacher. And I've recorded like 
40 minute lessons and mm-hmm. within like five minutes it's in the cloud mm-hmm. and I'm sending that link where if I had to download it to my computer it'd be like a 10-15 minute process. Yeah and then I think you'd, you'd lose some of that uh, excitement on the video because it was such a hassle to watch. This is not hard at all. When you send in that link they click on it and it goes right to it. It's it's easy to use, and I think that's probably one of the most important things too. So really, anything that captures video, you could use for what we're talking about. Absolutely. If you wanted to be crazy, you could get a VHS camcorder, the ones that you plug that big tape in, uh. you put it on your shoulder, <laughs> and you start recording, and then you're gonna sit down with the teacher, and you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna have an aggressive VHS or t- VHS player, and it's gonna eat it up, and the screen's gonna go black with all those little gray things, and go. <laughs> which we used to think were ants when we were kids, and you're going to be yeah. depressed. So don't go that way. And Do don't joke modern about that. technology. My mom and dad still have that at home. Like the full tape? The or full like Or like tape. the little cute oh, one? Oh, no, 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 no. This is the full <laughs> tape, the big one. I mean, I remember Christmas is getting out, and you'd hold it on your shoulder, handle on the top. I mean, you felt like you were a true, you know, movie maker. I mean, it was great, but they still have it in the closet. I'd bust it out. I remember oh, when we no. upgraded, it's like big jump forward, where this one you didn't have to use your shoulder. You could you could hold it with two hands. Yeah. And it had the little tape, and when you wanted to watch it in the v- VCR, oh, you, you had to put, put the little in. tape oh, in the big tape, and you plugged it in there. It worked fantastic. Don't do any of those. Those won't work very good. We've come a long way with video. Use an iPad. Use your phone. Use a designated camcorder. Something digital. Like we said, the swivel works great. It's a little pricey. I think it's like just under 400 bucks, and you need a tablet to put on it. But if, if you have the funds, it's worth it. Well worth it. So as we're taking all these videos, I think it's important to say, like, what do these videos get used for? Like, mm-hmm. these videos are not, like, being uploaded to the cloud and then a secret link being sent to the administrator. Are they, Jenny? Oh, absolutely not. Um, and I think that's one important thing to always tell teachers or whoever you're, you're videotaping that it belongs to them. It's not my videotape. It's not the principal's videotape. It is their videotape for them to use how they see fit. Um, it's their tape. I mean, absolutely. Even when it comes to watching, you want to watch it by yourself. Watch it by yourself. You want to, you know, if you want to watch it with me, watch it with me. If you want us to watch it separately, eating popcorn all by ourselves, watching the video, let's do that on our exciting if, Friday nights yeah, on the weekends. If we yeah. want to watch it together, we can do that. The the thing is to just keep telling teachers is this is yours. If you don't want me yeah. to see it, I don't have to see it. It's it's for your betterment and and that's what we're here to do. And I've had some great conversations with people where they watched the video and I did not, but we still came up with an awesome student goal. And it made a difference in student achievement and what the students were doing in the classroom. I think teachers love the ability to be so reflective. You know, when they're when, when you don't videotape or, you know, when you've been teaching as long as, you know, some teachers have. I remember having to do it when I was in college. And so having taught for 12 years and not having to videotape, you know, you kind of get away from that. You think you're always doing it the best. You're doing it the, the you kind of get into that mode where it's just comfortable. And, you know, you watch a videotape of yourself and suddenly you think, wow, I've been doing the same thing for this many years. I need to change it up. Or just to have conversations on, you know what, this went really well. This is how I want to build upon it. So there's so many exciting things that, that can come from videotaping. And, and it's exciting that we have teachers that are willing to do that because that's, a, that's a, a huge step out of some people's comfort zone. So yep. that's great. It is uncomfortable. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think it's important too, like once you record this thing, try to watch it in a timely manner. Yeah. Maybe even that same, same day, day. Maybe the next day. Not like, oh, 
three weeks later, let's watch this because yeah. it, it's outdated. Well, and I think, too, as instructional coaches, we try to touch back base with teachers shortly after the videotaping or shortly after, you know, we work on something. So if they videotape um, and we go back a couple days later and they still haven't watched the videotape, you know, you're kind of at a standstill for where you can go. So um, even even on our side, making sure that, you know, we can keep things moving and supporting the teachers and having them watch them in a timely manner. So Jenny, as we just finished up watching the video, maybe it was together, maybe it was separate, maybe the IC didn't watch it at all, and then we just show up in the room and say, hey, good job. Is that the end of it? Absolutely not. I would hope not. No, we don't want to do that. We, we're going to no, follow up on that. Absolutely. The follow-up is huge because teachers are so reflective. I mean, that's one of our greatest traits is how reflective we can be on our instruction. We're very critical of ourselves, too. We're going we're gonna to go into that a little bit, too, with videotaping and, and being critical. But um, I know when I'm videotaping, I really struggle to see myself on camera. I can't. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. And even as we listened to the first podcast that we ever did, I kept thinking, do I really sound like that? Yeah, I know. It's you're hard. Like, you're still waiting to share that one on Facebook. It's like <laughs> it's going to be like 12, 12 years later. I'm going to post it, it on shared. Facebook now. Um, let's talk Take about some questions that we asked. After we watch the video or in the process of watching it, one of my favorite ones, and you talked about how critical people are mm-hmm, of themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a nice question for for that because most people are going to see places for them to improve. Absolutely. So one of my favorite questions, this is always my lead off, is on a scale of 1 to 10, how close was that to your ideal lesson? That's a great question. And I've never heard anyone say like, I've never heard anything above an eight. No. Nope. And I think sometimes they're harder on themselves where they, they give themselves a five or a four. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't think it was, I didn't think we were down there. I mean, I think we, we got to give ourselves some credit, but um, definitely a great question because it gets them refl- reflecting and asking that the next question then, well, if it's not a 10, what would we have to do to change to get it to be a 10? It's a great follow-up question. It's, it's not yeah. even like, yeah. it's not intrusive. It's just like, all right, we said you're at a six. Yeah. What do we need to do to make it a, make it a seven? And it's really going to help that reflection. And I think thinking then, too, is like, what would the students be doing differently? Because mm-hmm. we don't just want to focus on what the teacher is doing. You know, we're, we're setting student goals here. Absolutely. So what would the students be doing differently to get from a six to a seven or an eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do the students need to know or be able to do? I do think it's important, too, that when asking yourself these questions, I think if I watched a video by myself, I would want to ask myself these questions. But I think it's important, too, to pick one thing out of that video. What is the one thing that you're looking for? Um, Is it student engagement? Is it critical thinking? Is it uh, higher order thinking or question, you know, the questioning techniques that you're using? Because if you try to look at everything, you're gonna get you're gonna get lost in the the entire video. You got to pick one thing that you have a, as a personal goal. I want to work on uh, my questioning technique. So when yep. you're asking yourself those questions, what is your focus? What is it that you're looking for? Yeah, we want to be you know intentional with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be like, hey, I'm gonna try attacking all this stuff because it's not gonna happen. But if we can go in and say, hey, I'll, I want to look at my questioning, but even more specifically, I want to see how many kids I'm like. Am, who am I calling on? Mm-hmm. Is, it some, is it different every time? Or am I always calling on the same four or five kids? It could be as simple as that. Yeah. And, and now you have an excellent baseline and a way to continue the 
almost progress monitor that by like going back and like let's video again and see has that improved it's mm-hmm. great so Jenny, you started talking a little bit about the struggles of video I and did. I did too because I, I was talking about how you know how many ums I say um, I don't know you know kind of dopey talk to buy myself more time as my brain tries to catch up yeah what are some struggles that you see for teachers in this process or yourself as an IC you know, for me, I think, and I mentioned this before, it's seeing yourself on camera and hearing yourself. I think that those details, the way your appearance and the way you sound, those details are exaggerated on tape and they're far less noticeable and distracting in real life. But when you're watching it in, on, on the tape, it's so heightened and you're so critical of everything. So I think it's so important to get past that first before you can focus on all those really important things that you can get out of it out of mm-hmm. video. So. And I think it's okay just to say that. Be like up front. Hey, yeah. no one likes to see themselves yeah. on video. Yeah. And I think it that's why you, you give teachers that comfort level of saying, hey, you can watch it on your own. We don't need to watch it together. Or even, hey, I'm going to set the camera up so you're not even in the picture. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear you. We're going to see the kids. Yeah. And I had that last year, a teacher that video wanted, wanted to videotape. Uh, multiple times to trying out new strategies and same thing yep she never was on the video and the, it was always in the back of the classroom and it only got the students and there were so many things that she pulled out of oh my gosh I can't believe the students do this I need to change what I'm doing here she would change it we'd videotape she'd see the, the difference so the power was not in watching herself it was in watching the students how the kids are responding Absolutely. to what she's asking them to do yep. I think another struggle that I find is simply time to follow up mm-hmm. and something that's really helped me as like being real intentional when I'm setting up a time to video a teacher when they want a video being very mindful of let's set the follow-up at the same time and if we're gonna video on a Monday but it turns out our schedules we can't get together again till mm-hmm. Thursday mm-hmm. we need to maybe record on Thursday or Wednesday right where Let's let's make these two work together because you really lose something over that distance of time. But at the same time, if a teacher wants to watch it together, which I think is often, I feel like sometimes that's where some maybe it's easier conversation because we're both seeing the same thing. Um, I think it's so important that 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 follow up has to be as soon as possible. I agree. I agree. So how about any other tips? Well, I think I am pretty much out. Oh, I do have another tip, Jenny. You do? Yeah. Um, in my experience, you know, videoing like 10 to 15 minute chunks of time seems to work best uh, because do 45 minutes. You know, I have five kids at home. I have the babies keep me up. If we're watching something for 45 minutes, the teacher might look over and, hey, Greg, wake up. We're only in minute 22. We still have halfway to go. That's right. And I think... The goal would be is that sometimes that we should be getting our point across in 10 minutes. We shouldn't be doing something for 45 minutes or, you know, standing up in front of the kids for 45 minutes. So, you know, if we're really focusing on mini lessons and the content that we're wanting wanting to get to the students, are we doing it in a short amount of time? Or are they sitting there and listening to us for 45 minutes? And I think, too, if we're being intentional with what we're looking for, mm-hmm. if it's like, I'm going to videotape this thinking prompt. Absolutely. That might be five minutes. Yeah. And that kind of goes along with the biggest tip that I have for videotaping is just setting a goal. After you videotape yourself a couple times, figure out what you really want to watch and what you really want to look for and make a checklist for that. Be intentional about what you're looking for. Don't just videotape to videotape. 
be intentional about it, and uh, I think some great things can come from it. I would agree, Jenny. So that was video and how we can use video uh, to help teachers um, as well as instructional coaches better our practices. Do you have anything to add, Jenny? I feel we di we've done this one well. I think so, too. I agree. And, and if you have any questions, check out Jim Knight's book, Focus on Teaching. Um, we do have some listener mail, and I get a chuckle out of this one. We're going to call this one, um, I Hate the George Foreman Grill, too. <laughs> and in our first ever podcast, which was a real short one, it somehow came up that GD is not a fan of the George Foreman Grill. And Ken writes in, I hate the George Foreman Grill as well. My roommates in college used to cook brats in the living room. Oh, the George Foreman is terrible. so convenient, it can ruin any room in your house. You guys rock. That is, that's, that's bad. If you can plug it, it's like you could plug the George Foreman in the bathroom oh. or in a bedroom. If it's that convenient, take the grill title away from it. That's terrible. And there's nothing worse too, if they grill something that you can't stand the smell of and then it's in your apartment. Yeah, it's stuck there. Oh, it's There's stuck. no airflow. It's bad stuff. Oh. Well, thank you, Ken, for that. Um, uh, we're probably going to have like an army of people who hate the George Foreman grill. And uh, George Foreman's going to show up and probably punch us in the face because <laughs> he's a pretty big dude. Um, as we go, if you have any tips on how you could utilize video or any additional questions or anything, let us know. Or maybe you have a memory of watching some VHS tape as an aggressive VH VCR chewed it up and your screen went black and gray. Share that too. Signing off, Greg Detmeyer. And Jenny Hellebrand. And remember, as you leave, think of what one thing could you wake up and do tomorrow that's going to make you a better version of yourself. Then wake up, do it, and go be awesome.